Hello and welcome back to the AFL Enjoys podcast. My name is Dean, joined as always by the boys, fellow enjoyers of the AFL, James Matzah and George Svender. Yeah, Hello. man. <laughs> How's yeah, it going? Man, that's how going. <laughs> well, you say you don't want me to ask how you're going, so there you go. <laughs> yeah, you get nothing this time. <laughs> I prefer it. Actually. Did he give you the eye contact this time? Or? No, I was scared no. to look at him in the eye. <laughs> George is very intimidating. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Sorry, bro. So. <laughs> I swear I'm nice. No, you are. You're, you're a pretty <laughs> nice guy. I don't know how we're going to go with this list, though. There might be a bit of controversy. So I think this one might be, yeah. I think this might be the most controversial one. Yeah. I think I'm, it will be, too. I'm pretty uncomfortable with my small forward list because there's this. Old <laughs> I'm not gonna say it's, it's not small it's, forward. It's hard. It's hard to pick this one. It is. It's not really small forwards. It's just non-key forwards. Non, yeah, medium and smalls. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So it's pretty much any te- any player who wasn't considered a key forward by the AFL.com. Yeah. Um, and I didn't even check in the end, so I'm hoping I got this right. Well, I think um, it's pretty clear for the most part. Yeah. No. Yeah. For you sure. For sure. I think the only one that was actually now we'll get into it. We'll get into it. We'll get to it. Um, so yeah, we're going from. 2020 to the current day of mm-hmm. small forwards or medium forwards, like Matza said, anything but the traditional key forwards. So we'll count down from 10. Matza, do you want to get us started as per tradition? Not really, but I'm going <laughs> to, as per tradition, I will. So this 10th spot, I just, I'm really uncomfortable with who to pick, right? It's between two guys who play for the same teams. One of them kind of got the plaudits because he was an all Australian, but the other one I just feel like is more of an impact player. I'm going to go with him. I'm going with Gary Rowan at 10. And Gary Rowan, I think for a like a non-key forward, he impacts like just so much, man. Like the pace that he brings, the tackling pressure, um, the leading up the ground, knocking out his own teammate. He does a lot, you know what I mean? So um <laughs> we're gonna we're, he's, um, a, he's a very high like six possession impact player. Exactly, exactly. Right. Six possessions do that. So I've put him in. I'm not entirely comfortable with it there, but I had to pick someone at 10. Someone had to mm. take that last spot and it's him. Nice. Look, I like the Gary Rowan pick. I, I think you should feel comfortable with that one. Oh, thank you. I don't have him, by the way. Um, all right, number 10, I've got Isaac Heaney. So I don't know whether you guys have him high or, or at all. Look, Isaac's obviously a very talented player, all Australian last year as well. I've always kind of thought he was a little bit overrated though. I think I've mentioned in previous pods that as well. Um, he's definitely not a midfielder. So he has to be in the fourth. We've been list. waiting, but he's not. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, uh, he's kicked a lot of goals. You know, he can be a clutch player, but I have him in in the top ten. So obviously, I rate him. I just think that the other players are higher than him. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to come up pretty shortly for me. But yeah, I totally understand the whole overrated, underrated thing. I think the commentators and A forward probably slightly overrates him. Look, but Addy, yeah, Addy, they talk him up yeah. every city. Yeah, they think game. he's the game changer, and I'm not. sure. Look, he has been at times, but... At times. Yeah, yeah. at times. Um, so, my 10 was someone else, but then pre-pod, Matza mentioned this guy's name, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, I have to put him in, actually. It's Gary Rowan. <laughs> there you go, <laughs> man. He's got him in. So, just for the reasons, like, I think back, and when you actually consider this guy, he's always played with good forwards. So, that's probably... You can look at that and say, oh, he's always had the favorable matchup, but he does punish players. Like, he, he can turn up, and he's done it this season already, where... In the first quarter, he'll have two or three goals and break the game open. So I think impact players like that that can win games um, are worthy to be on the list. So Gary Rowan's there for me. Now at number nine, I've gone with Luke Bruce for like me. It. So this guy here, even though the Hawks haven't been great the last couple of years, he just finds a way mm. to kick goals. And usually as a small forward, you're the last one to benefit from being in a bad team. But he just finds a way to keep doing well. Even like I said this year, He's not having his best year. He's getting on a bit. But for me, this guy is one of the most crafty players around goal. 
mm. and you just don't see it coming and he always punishes you. He just goes about it. He's a quiet guy, but he's, he's been super consistent. So I had to put him in. I like that big like man. man. Uh, I've also got Luke Bruce at number hey. nine. We've got so many of the same, like every time <laughs> the same <laughs> brain plays, it's hilarious. Yeah. Um, yeah, look, for the reasons you said, I mean, he's a very consistent footballer, um, a very crafty player, super silky and, and skillful. You know, um, takes his chances and, um, you know, he's uh, obviously the Hawks aren't the team that they were. Um, and when they were at the best, he was key to that. But, um, you know, key to their leadership and key to um, a functioning forward line. So, At number nine, I have Luke Bruce. Luke, Luke Bruce, Bruce that number yes, nine, boys. Uh, Luke Is that the Bruce. first time we've all had a player? At the same? At the same other, than, spot? other than the front. Other than the front, other boys? Number one. Yeah. yeah, Luke Bruce, yeah, 117 goals since 2020. Mm. So a, that's as a small, yeah. As a small forward, that is a lot of goals. And again, for a bad team, he somehow managed to keep himself relevant, you know, and still scoring goals. You in know? such a tough, like the one thing we didn't speak about in the small forward role is like one of the hardest roles in football as well. Yes, yeah, for sure. Um, usually, players get lost there. That's where like you got to retire there as well. Exactly. Like a lot of midfielders, I was going to say midfielders go there and then their careers die yeah. a lot of the time. But this guy, you know, he probably I don't know what he was like in his junior footy, but he has midfielder vibe. But he's ended up being, you know, a little a, bit, yeah. Well, but f- he, yeah, go ahead. I was gonna, but he's ended up being a great small forward, and he's kept himself involved in games. It's fantastic, yeah. man. The fact that he was Hawthorne's probably fifth best forward at one point when they had um, Franklin, Roughhead, Cyril, Gunston, and then him. Mm. It just explains why they were such a good what team. About Paul Poplar. Yeah, he was for the sixth. <laughs> 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 but that explains why they were so good, man. Mm. That's unreal. Yeah. All right, my pick eight. I've got Cozzy Pickett. And oh, okay. okay. So I don't know. I feel like I've probably underrated him a little bit, but this is where I've got him. He's had two 40 goal seasons. <laughs> we don't have him, bro. I don't have him at all. You guys we, don't have him in no, your. No, we don't have Cosy Pickett. He's had two 40 goal seasons as a small forward. Fair That's point. Right. I don't. <laughs> what? Good for him. <laughs> all right. Good. Fair enough, mate. All right. Uh, maybe I've overrated him. Though. No, you haven't. No, Cozy, just no, yeah. like He's a great player. You haven't yeah. overrated him. I just happen to not have him. No, yeah, <laughs> it's so funny because you're like, maybe we overrated him. They look at each other and I go, oop. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cozy Pickett's in there. Again, yeah. So two 40 goal seasons, premiership player. Um, yeah. Immense pressure on the ball. So, yeah. He, X Factor player. Yeah. Big time X Factor. So, yeah. He's my number eight. I nice. like it. All right, number eight, I've got the package Jake Stringer. Oh, so, okay. I don't, if, I don't know if you guys have I don't Stringer. have him. I didn't, yeah, and I didn't think oh, they put okay. Stringer in. I think Stringer definitely deserves to be in this list. Mm-hmm. He is um, a superstar. Um, he had, I think it was 2021 where Essendon made the finals. I hope it was 2021. He, to the second half of the season, was the best player in the comp. Yeah, I remember that. Remember that? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he would start in the midfield and then push forward. Yeah, he, it just, was, he was huge, yeah. It, it, he, was, but he became Dustin Martin, basically. Um and yeah, like again, he's had times where he hasn't been that fit, but in terms of an X Factor player, impact player, he's that guy that will change the game. That's what he is. So um he's been very good this year as well. He's had his ups and downs, so he's a bit low on my list. I'm surprised you guys don't have him, but yeah, the package. Mm, there you go. I actually didn't think of him to be honest, mainly because I was thinking more like small forwards. And he just didn't come to my mind, but mm. Maybe I'll contradict myself slightly with my next pick. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've got Heaney here. <laughs> oh, okay. um, he's a little bit higher than Rowan and Bruce. I just think compared to Bruce, he's got a bit more of that aerial capacity. So he can yep. you know, abuse a mismatch if they've got a smaller defender on him and, and get it done. Um, but I think more interestingly, again, I'm not sure if you guys have him here, if you consider him more a mid, but unless my memory is uh, mistaken... He was mainly a forward in 2020 and 2021, which mm. is Jordan Dugowie. Mm. 
Is he on your list? Yeah. Ooh, he's, he's not. He's not, not on my list. Okay. But I, like, I like the pick a lot. Okay. I do like that pick. So, Dugowie for me, I just have memories of him. Early, so, again, not last year or this year, but 2020 and 2021 of, um, you know, kicking bags and snapping goals in from the boundary. And I was going to say kicking five against Bonner every time we versed them. Yeah. Oh, that was a given. Maybe that's why I'm just mentally <laughs> scarred. But, um, when he was a forward, like, that's the reason why he was talked about getting a lot of money because he was pushing into the midfield, showing that potential, but he was predominantly a forward. Mm. So I thought, no, he's got to be on the list. Um, and that's why I've got him there. Yeah. Nice. All right, my number seven is Dusty. So I've got him at seven. Okay. Um, now, it's hard to kind of... I was looking at the list and I was, it's hard to kind of work out where to put Dusty because he's definitely got to be on the top ten list. Mm-hmm. Now, he's one of the greatest players we've ever seen. But I feel like he's done his damage before the 2020 period. I know that in 2020, right? I know in 2020, but that's what makes him in the list for me. Since then, he hasn't been the damaging man that we've come to know. So that's why he's not higher for me. I'm sure there's an argument for him to be higher. I just like some of these players before, and I just said, I'll just put him there. So mm. Fair enough. So that was your number seven. Yep. Mine is Tom Papley. Mm. So we're going Pappers at seven. Uh, this dude, all-Australian player, 126 goals in this time period. Um, been a goal kicking leader for them as well and this is a team with Buddy you mm. know what I mean so um, this dude he really peppers the goals he impacts when he goes into the guts as well yeah, when no, he does so yeah nah, Papley at number 7 and another Sydney guy at number 6 for me that's Isaac Haney mm. I've man, I've put him ahead of Paps and I think it's just because the I, th- I do think he's the game changer I know he, he probably does get a bit overrated but Regardless of that, he scored 49 goals last year, yeah. you know, as that medium mismatch forward. And, you know, when he does play in the guts, you know, he impacts. It's just a shame with him, the injury run that he's had. Like, if he was injury free, maybe he does play in the guts because they can rely on him. Has he more. been that injured over the last couple of years? Yeah, I feel like he always misses games, man. I need I need to run run the numbers, but yeah. he, always, he always has periods um, away. Um, yeah, um, he's scored 107 goals in that time period as well. So since yep. 2020 onwards. So yeah, I've got no, six. no issues with you putting him higher. He's a great player. Mm. So what are we up to now? Six. Number six, yeah. I've got a personal favorite of mine. And oh. I don't know if he'll be this high on your list or on your list, but I just love him. Zach Bailey. Oh. Okay. So, I, I got to admit, I forgot him. Yeah. yeah I, I did think of him, but I just, I thought, nah. Nah. But no, nah, great pick, I, man. Great I pick. love this. I think he's an exceptional footballer. And um, I think like he's super damaging player um he's part of the lion what is what part of what makes the lions attack so damaging and um look he, he's coming a bit he can pinch hit in the midfield like a papley but he's primarily just a small forward that he's super clean and damaging and um takes his chances so i've got him quite high nice man my six is papley so we spoke about him before um i think for me like what has him on top of heaney let's say as an example is I think he's just got that leadership ability that Heaney doesn't. So for me, Papley just gets the boys going. And when they need someone to step up, like Matt said, they put him in the guts. You know, he really just carries the team, kicks bags in games that matter. So he's a big game player as well, in my opinion. So that's why I've got him there. And my number five now is Bailey Fritch. I like it. There Nodding? Go. Oh, good. Yeah. I was a bit... Be worried, I might have gotten yeah. roasted for that one for nah, having him. Nah, nah. I sort of put him in the middle because you can't roast the middle pick. Fair so. enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, look, Bailey Fritch. I mean, he. There was that year. I can't remember if it was twenty 2020 twenty or twenty twenty one where they put him back, or was it a bit before then? I think before. 
Yeah, maybe slightly before them. And they he had a good year in the forward line when he was younger. Then they moved him back for some reason. Mm. He was out of form entirely, obviously. And then ever since they put him back in the forward line, this guy is just a goal sneak, IQ through the roof, you know, can mark above his head and jump on guys' necks and shoulders and, mm. and take big clangers. Clangers? Big hangers. That's that's the <laughs> word. Um, he can kick a clanger occasionally, but no, nah, he's he's an exceptional player. I think he's goal now, and you know, his reading of the game is one of the best in the comp at the moment. Um, yeah. And who can forget that grand final performance where had That's it not right. been for Petrarca, he's yeah. winning that Norm Smith. 100%. Um, yeah. So Bailey's there for my top five. True. Beautiful. So number five, that's where I've got Tom Papley. So I've rated him the highest out of you guys. I think Tom Papley is a freak. Yeah. Um, I was so disappointed years ago that Carlton never... He requested a trade to Carlton and never went through. Yeah, true. Imagine Papley and Carlton right now, mate. Is that oh, when mate. you had bets as well? I think so. Mm. It was like maybe four years ago or something like that, so he mm. would have. But having we're crying out for small forward, and here we are, Tom Papley gun. I like what you said about him going to the midfield. He, every time He's the type of guy, he's like Zach Bailey. When they put him in the midfield, he gets the clearance. It's almost mm. like just playing there permanently. I don't know. But <laughs> I think, it, look, the only thing that annoys me about Papley is his celebrations are ridiculous. Like the guy thinks that every goal he kicks is like the greatest goal in history. <laughs> yeah, but he's true. lightning quick and super damaging player. Um, I think that he's more important and more X-factor than Heaney. Uh, hence why I've got five um, ranks difference between them. But uh, that's just where I've got him. Yeah. Nice. Cool. So my next pick, as I'm texting right there, is um, five, Shy Bolton. So Shy Bolton, man, this guy... Such an electric player, whether he plays half forward, whether he plays in the midfield, um, premiership player, All-Australian. Was it last year, All-Australian? Was it was it the previous year? Last year. It was last year. There we go, All-Australian. Scored 43 goals last year, low key. You know what I mean? That's that's a great return for a small forward. Um, so, yeah, he's made that spot. Um, it's funny because now I look at him I'm like, who goes higher, him or Dusty? It probably mm. should be. It probably should be him. But I think it's him, man. It probably is him. But I haven't done that, so I, I, <laughs> I made him. I probably made a mistake there. But I'm. I'm pretty happy with him at five. Um. So my four now as well. Yep. Bailey Fritch has gone fourth for me. Nice. And this is a dude who is he scored 165 goals in since 2020. Mm. Since the you know since we've you know um, that time period that we're doing this list. That's that's crazy, man. Like mm. he's been. He's probably scored the most goals for Melbourne in this time period, I'm assuming. Would have and, to, I think. Yep. Yeah, because Ben Brown's not kicking that many goals. Um, so it shows how fantastic of a footballer he is. Probably should have him higher now that I think about it. But I think you should, mate. Yeah. But anyway, Fritchie is number four, gun player um, for a great team as well. So Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, number four, I've got Shai Bolton. So mm-hmm. I've put him in the top four. Um, in terms of talent, he's as good as he gets. Uh and um, look, he, he's playing a little bit more midfield now, but effectively he's that damaging forward player that uh, can make pretty much anything happen. Massive X factor. Can can have his moments where he kicks a lot of points when he shouldn't, which is interesting because of how talented he is. But um, yeah, imagine having like every football team would have him in their forward line and he'd make them a million times more damaging. Mm. Um, so I've got him very high. And yeah, you know, obviously he's been rewarded in recent times with all strain. Yeah. Nice, man. At four, I've got Dustin Martin. So, for me, definitely his injuries and form over the past year or two hasn't been what we expect and, and we know he's one of the best of all time but still think even so, with that 2020 season in mind and when you just think about it, if you have Dustin Martin one out in the goal square, 
above any of these guys on this list, you'd still take him, right? So yeah, potentially. Yeah. That's why I, I potentially. Yeah, potentially. <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I wrote some of these guys. Fair enough, man. Nah. Mm. But I just think for that matter alone, I had to include him as high as possible that I could justify. So that's why I've got him there at number four for me. Nice. Um, and then at number three, that's where I've got Shy Bolton. So mm. the difference there being fitness and going into the peak of his career versus Martin on the decline. I just gave him the slight edge. Um, but I really love Shy Bolton, man. I think. It's interesting, the fact that he plays for Richmond, you'd expect even more buzz than he gets considering how good he is. Like you'd think people would talk him up in general conversation a bit more, but... He doesn't, he doesn't get talked about no. that much. And he, you know? Man, he should. He's yeah, such true. a good player. So mm. for me, he's top three there. I think, yeah, put him on any team like you mentioned and he's just making that team way more dangerous. So three for me. Nice, nice. For me, I've got number three, my boy Bailey Fridge. Yeah, your boy. So your look, boy. I talked him up a lot, so I thought I should put him high on the list. Um... Look, a lot of what you said, like he's kicked so many goals. I think he's he, he's got to be their leading goal kicker. Must be, must um, be. You think about it, 165 divided by the four seasons yeah. that we've done. That's, that's right. 40 goals a season. That's right. Yeah. Now, he, he plays like a tall, but he can also play as a small. He's a dead-eye accurate kick. And, um, you know, he just he's just a high-impact player. I don't think Melbourne could be what they are without him. You know, I've talked about him being like in their top five players, but I think I'm going to give that to you now. That was my L. The only that reason, the L. only, the only thing that's criticism on Bradley Fritz, I think he can be a little bit selfish in the way that you know the, the handball's on and he takes it and he and he he kicks it anyway, which usually he ends up scoring anyway. But I think maybe, and I think some media personalities have brought that up as well, which uh, whatever. But um, yeah, he's a gun. He's just, I, I think he's an underrated player, and anyone that kicks six goals in a grand final as well, so. Mm. Crazy, yeah. Uh, we got to uh, be remiss of us not to mention his hair as well. He's um, he's quite, it's quite uh, breathtaking. <laughs> breathtaking. Um, it's um, something. It's a sight to behold. Um, so my <laughs> number three, this is where I put Dusty. And as soon as Dean said, you know, oh, when you got some, when you want someone one out in the forward line, as soon as he said that, I'm like, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> well, well said, man. Dusty again in this time period, he has won a Norm Smith, yeah, even though it was right at the start of the 2020s. He won a Norm Smith, won a premiership. The impact this guy has wherever he is, is just huge. He started to slow down a little bit, but even then I'd still take him over most forwards, you know, period. Yep. So he goes at number three for me. And now number two, and this is where it seems as though we've all got the same top two. You'd think so. You, you, I'd hope so. I, I really hope so as well. I, I'd, be, was, I'd be disgusted if, if you guys didn't and have George is always, he set off air again. There's a clear number one, and that I makes think, me nervous. I think there's a clear number one. But Look, yeah. I, I think I can't really. It's hard for me to differentiate between these two guys. Like it really is. Now I'm getting nervous. <laughs> like the the okay. thing is, I've gone with. Just say person, number two. Say your number two. All right, my number two is Charlie Cameron. Yeah, that's my number two. Charlie Cameron, a hundred. No, Dino's changed it. He's changed his mind. No. hundred and seventy-eight goals in this time period. Yeah, he's he's won the goal kicking every year for Brisbane in this yeah. time period. Yeah. And also, there's something else I was going to say, and I can't remember it right now. But yeah, Charlie Cameron's crazy. Man. Also, I, I don't know what it is, but I, I would assume like his finals impact. Mm. He plays finals like like mm. their finals. Yeah, there's so many games where Brisbane has been at the Gamba in their like their first eliminate, not the elimination qualifying final, wherever it is, and he's taken over so I feel like he performs when it really matters he's kicked a lot of goals as well. you know what it was I was going to say guess the players who have scored more goals in him in the in the competition from like 2020 onwards guess how many did you it'd say be, he's 178 it'd be Hawkins 
Cameron. No. No. Just Hawkins. Just, just Hawkins. Hawkins. Just insane, Hawkins. Man. Yeah. So look, to I had him initially when I was like writing up my list. I had him at number one, but then same. I had to ch- but then I had to change my mind. Same. I had the same. So sources. your two two. Yeah. yeah. Who's your two? He's my number one. So who, who do you so got? So my number two, two, I'll tell you. Yes. Yeah. Cameron's my number one. My number two is Toby Green. Yeah. Toby Green, there you go. Yeah. Is there he your one? He's my number one. He's my number one. So as can well. I go? I'll one. just talk a bit about Cameron and why. I like how we independently make lists and they all kind of come together. Yeah, yeah. no, nah, it's good. It shows that we we we're all on the same page. It, I think these lists. I'm not going to say that they're like the perfect list, but like <laughs> they're pretty. Like you know, um, I think they're pretty solid. It's more so order that that mm-hmm. personal preference. Like yeah, yeah. it's it's funny because it's it's the top five isn't usually an issue. It's the picks mm-hmm. after that usually. Yeah. But. I think, yeah, deciding between these two was very difficult. That's why when George said this clear one, I was like, oh, really? Because I've got Cameron one. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I don't think it's a clear one. Yeah. Look, I don't. I didn't realize he had kicked that many goals. Yeah, because that that like he's it's forty more goals or something mm. than Toby Green, mm. which is a lot of goals. Yeah. But I think with Toby, but the thing is, Toby Green suspended half the time as well. Yeah, true, true. But yeah, um, was it Dan? You wanted to speak a little bit about Charlie Cameron. We'll That's let you, right. Yeah. Will you say a little piece? For me, this guy it was touched on before, but ever since he joined the Lions, mm. they've been expected to win the flag or be in the top four. Mm-hmm. And that's because he transformed that. And whole he's been the line. best small forward by a mile. Every year, period. in my opinion. By a mile. Yeah, 100%. So he, he could be one of the better small forwards of all time. He's on his way By there, the time though. of his end of his career, yeah. Mm. Well, the reason I think it's true as well is because he's so consistent. Like you said, the goal kickers amongst even the key forwards, he's right up there. Mm. Second only to Hawkins. So that just says it all. This guy is super consistent. Big super, game player. Super fun to watch. Fun to watch. He's got the country road playing when he kicks a goal now. That, like, that I don't like as much. It's I'm horrible. a bit sick of it. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you got him at number We're sick of it because he kicks four every week, man. So, mm. um, And then I guess, yeah, let's talk a bit about Toby. So I had him two. So maybe I'll, I'll mention why and then you guys can tell me mm. why you had him one. But Toby obviously is a game winner, captain, leader. He's won so many games off his own boot. Like you, it's hard to remember them all. He just does it so regularly. This season alone, he's done it two or three times. So... Absolute star. I just think the reason I had him two compared to one, it might be team success come into it. I don't know exactly why, but I just thought I'd rather watch Charlie Cameron, to be honest. So that's why I put him number one. Yeah, I can't can't really argue with it, to be honest with you. But Toby Green, like when it comes to impact, forward line impact from a non-key forward. Freak, man. man. And just, yeah, the class around goals. And the I think the, the thing I really like rate about him is the fact that he could probably be one of the best midfielders in the comp. Mm. Like, and we saw it in his first season of his career, but he's been selfless and he's playing in that forward line, playing this role for a GWS team that needs a hero. Yeah. And he's that guy. Yeah. So, no, I, him. I agree with that. I mean, the thing about him is like, we're comparing him to Charlie Cameron, who is a genuine goal sneak, like small forward. But Toby is maybe be considered a medium forward but he can play tall and he can play small um and I, I do think that he's similar to like a Robbie Gray that could have been an elite midfielder that um found his home in the in the forward line for what the team needed and it's just flourished and um yeah he'll win games off his own boot he's the captain he's kind of their spiritual leader you know without Toby, with 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 Toby Green they can do anything it almost feels without him they struggle so i just think that he's i just think he's the best um, non-key forward in the game. Simple mm. as that. I love it, boys. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it, how we all do these lists separately and it always works out kind of 
similar-ish minus plus or minus a few picks. But anyway, um, did you guys omit anyone or find it really hard to keep anyone off your list? Because I've got four names here that were in contention for nine or ten. Yeah. Um, I thought um, off the top of my head, Jamie Elliott. I liked. Mm. I thought Jamie Elliott could be part of the yeah. the crew. He's, he's such a high impact player, but he just didn't score enough goals and yeah. play enough games for me. That yeah. was, mm. He was he was on my short list for sure, Elliot. Yep. I had as well in that ten contention, uh, Dylan Moore. Yeah, I had him yes, as well. Same, same. Um, but I just yeah, I think it, when you come when it comes down to it, some of these guys are just better than him for mm. longer. So yeah, so shout out to him because he actually has an impact playing as a high half forward. Mm. Mm. He's like, a great player. Yeah, that not many players have that impact. Yeah. Um, and another player who was like that it was Zach Butters. Yeah, who it's he's a hard one to omit because the recency bias tells you you got to pick someone like that. But he's been a pure midfielder this season. Yeah, and in his previous seasons as a high half forward, he was good, but he missed so many games. Like yeah. he was out for long periods of time. So it was just like the body of work as a small forward mm. slash high half forward just probably just wasn't enough to get him in yeah and he did make the all australian squad in his second year so mm. it's clear that he was a damaging player but yeah. yeah i didn't have butters another one and i wasn't sure whether i could put him in because i don't know whether he is really a midfielder or a forward but dane zorker what do you guys think of Dane yeah, zorker? yeah. i didn't consider him but yeah I, I don't i don't know whether he's he's more like a half forward midfielder than maybe like i don't know mm. i think that he definitely could be in the list but it's mm. more about your definition I feel like I've, he's someone I really, I've completely forgot about. And, Same. and I, I don't like that I forgot about him because he's yeah. a gun. He might be like, like you know, one of the most talented. He's probably top five talent. I probably forgot him for because I do think of him as a midfielder still. Mm. But I wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's why I didn't put him in. Um, the other one, like Liam Ryan. Yes. I mean, all Australian yeah. in 2020. Just because of West Coast. I'd, yeah. No. Nah, yeah. if, if West Coast had been an acceptable team, he's in this list. Yeah. Mm. yeah Even Sam, um. Sam. I had Connor Rossi as well. Similar reasons to Butters. Yeah. But again... He didn't really have that huge an impact until no. he was a midfielder. Mid- yeah, exactly. Like. So he that's why really I'm like... Uh, attention to him before Yeah, that. exactly right. So that's why I left him off. Um, and I had Eddie Betts here as well, just for... You know, I know he was on the down end of his career in 2020 during the, the COVID-affected year as well, but I just thought a little shout out for Eddie before yeah. we finish. I was like, the, the one who was very close for me was Stengel. But the yeah, issue Stengel's with him... He, he only played one good year. And it was 53 goals, which is mm. crazy for a small forward. Um, but, you know, and a premiership, All-Australian. But it, he, the year before, I don't think he was even on a list. Like, so, you know what I mean? He like, was in the he sample. Was, so. He was in the sample. It was just like, how can I pick someone over, the, you know, the body? Like, the body of work isn't enough. This year he's been injured. I like that you included... Um was it my check on this list? No, that was, oh, that that was, was on the other forwards. one. Sorry. Um, um, spoiler alert. Who was the number um, 10 for you? Uh, it was Gary Rowan. Gary Rowan. Gary Rowan. Yeah. I like yeah. including him mm. over Stengel. Yeah. I think like just uh, who's more talented? Mm. Probably him. Because Stengel's, as Dino like famously has pointed out to me, he just he's he's playing off of, you know, Cameron and um and Hawkins just crumbing. One like, of the easiest jobs in the AFL. Yeah, I reckon fair. Georgie would have scored 30 goals in that season. You know what I mean? <laughs> at least like, 15. Yeah. At least, yeah, for sure, man, yeah. for sure. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, other than that, I think that was, I think that was all of the players I kind of thought of. Very good, boys. Yeah. Okay, another fun one down in the books. Thank you, everyone, for watching and listening. Please don't forget to like and sub, and we'll catch you on the next one. Thank you. Bye.